Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for this Tuesday, September 20th, Year of Science 2022. Science! All hell, science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be with us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. It's like a finger in the butt. You never know. Yeah, you, you never, never do. You never ever do. What is what you said that yesterday? I'm still <laughs> pondering that. I just try to slide little things in underneath just to see if you pay attention. Who's how are you getting surprised <laughs> well, by somebody's finger? Well, if they're butt. down there all of a sudden like whap, and you're like, oh my god, what? Did I shit? Oh no, it went in the other way. Didn't go out. I'm sorry I asked. You asked. Kids, so happy you've joined us here today. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. And sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle, victim of vandalism, mm. good old Nipsey himself. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. What's up, Nipsey? Oh, not much. Just, you know, maxing and relaxing. Sure. Like <laughs> you do. What, that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> before we go any further, I think we need to talk a little bit about NFL. Last night, of course, oh, was the yeah. Monday night football game. Mm. And I got to say. have not missed that oh so sweet to be in first place baby that sweet tied. sweet first tied place. with uh, the, the new no, york there's, football there's giants. a metric there's some kind of metric, no metric in there that puts us just tied. a little bit ahead just a just a hair ahead Somehow. You're alphabetical, E before yeah, G. Exactly, yes. So uh, there we are, All in right. control of the right. NFC East, as it should be. As the it's good, week two, as the man. the good Lord has ordained. It's week two. You know how it is, though, Eddie. Once you get that one game lead, it's all... <laughs> no, that's no not look, how it works at all. No looking back That's from not there. how football works at all. So thanks to all the... Uh, the uh, Vikings fans who uh, reached out to uh, curse me and yell at me and uh, generally hate <laughs> well, on me. They're, they're the ones that curse with Kirk Cousins. That's true. Skull! Skull. Skull. <laughs> but enough of that. Let's turn our attention to what's going to happen on today's program. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'm glad you asked, sir. Tuesdays are always jam-packed with beefy goodness Ooh. here on the Ralph yeah. Report. We got Tongue Twister Tuesday coming up. Eddie and I are going to try to limber up our tongues for the rest of the program. (laughs) 
Also, the raffle is on hand every weekend. We do accept donations to a worthy charity, and everyone who donates their name gets put into the Ralph Report Charity Fishbowl. That's right. And then we pick a name out and award this week's artwork from Eddie Pence himself to that lucky Garmy member. This week, it is poor Jackpot being arrested outside of Lorraine Falchetta's window. Poor Jackpot. He was breaking the law. He was... He, he was, was exposing himself. He was courting a young lady. <laughs> That's how you court a young lady? Yes. With your dick in a bush. Yes. What could be more courting than dick in the bush? <laughs> Um, we're going to find out who wins that piece of art. Thanks to everyone who donated for the Doctors Without Borders cause, a, mm, a brilliantly yes. worthy charity, and so glad to be able to help them. And we'll go through that in just a second. It's also TV Tunes Tuesday, another theme song for another show I was on. My <laughs> career is much more vast than I ever could have imagined. What, what show is this? I was surprised too, but uh, people keep reminding me. I, I, I knew on, them all. I was on shows, so... <laughs> We'll talk about that in a minute. Entertainment news, more of your phone calls, all that good stuff coming up. If you stick around here on the Ralph Report, I think you're going to say, yeah, for a Tuesday, hmm? I feel pretty full. Okay. I'm full up. Filled uh, up. Thanks for filling me up, guys. Ew. <laughs> Stop guaranteed. I guarantee we're going to fill you up. Let's uh, get to a Tongue Twister Tuesday, shall we? Oh, yeah. This is a homemade one, another oh, one. Okay. Jennifer Martinez wrote in with this. I'm looking forward to trying this one. It's going to be fun. Right. These are usually difficult, more difficult than the old ones. This is an homage to you. Is it? Yeah. I'm honored. Let's get into it. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because it's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Jennifer writes in, in honor of Eddie's newest nickname, here's today's Tongue Twister Tuesday, Naughty Nipsey Nibbles Nipples. <laughs> Naughty Nipsey Nibbles Nipples. Oh, that's going to be tricky. That back end is yeah, going to be tricky. Yeah, the back end is always tricky. Because you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like a finger. Sometimes. You never, you never know what's going to come. Shocking finger. We tried three times in a row. Speed is of the essence. You know how this works by now. I will go first. All right, this is four words. Four words. This should be this should be a, a, a mere bag of shells. This should be a can of corn <laughs> and other hip today sayings. I don't think can of corn is a hip today saying. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh. If you're from the 1930s. 1930s baseball fan, yeah. All right, here we go. Naughty Nipsey Nibbles. Oh. Naughty Nipsey Nibbles Nipples. Naughty Nippy. Naughty Nippy. Naughty Nippy. <laughs> Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. You had that one. You just bailed. I self, I self-destructed. <laughs> it didn't sound right. It was fine. Okay. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. There you yeah, go. There we go. Way to pull it together. Oh. All right. Here we go. I feel good. <sighs> All right. This Naughty is... Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. Oh, Naughty... Hey, what? what? Just... I... Oh, I was halfway through. Can you just halfway through. wait until I had a head of steam. I'm wanted... ready to go? You don't just... If you're in a race, do you just... Yeah, you just go. Come out of the starting That's blocks? how you get ahead. You wait for the pistol. No, the you'll lose. Pistol. You'll lose every race waiting for the pistol. No, you won't. Everyone has to be. You know how you win every race? Cheat. Before the pistol. Cheat. All right, go ahead. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. Naughty Nipsy Nibbles Nipples. 
You gonna take that last one? Fuck. I was waiting to see if you'd be honest enough to say. No. I said nipples, nipples. Nipples, twice. nipples. Nipple squared. Naughty nipsy, nipples, nipples. Naughty nipsy, nipples. Ah! Okay. Naughty nipsy, nipples, nipples. Naughty nipsy, nipples, nipples. Naughty nipsy, nipples, nipples. Wow. There I think go. that was clean. There, that was a clean one. Jennifer, thank you so much, but uh, I gotta say. So tricky. We did pretty well on that yeah. one. On this Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Let's give away some of Eddie's art with today's raffle results. Again, thank you to everyone who donated to Doctors Without Borders. Every donation matters, and we truly appreciate it. That's why we put everybody into the drawing, because they're all equal. And everyone who donates, uh, no matter what the amount is, I guess is what I'm trying to say, it really does add up. And some folks were very, very generous, and we like to acknowledge everyone who donated. Starting at the $10 level, we had Jeremy Bienvenue. Welcome in Vienvanu, welcome from the estranger, stranger, glücklich, zonchen, je suis enchanté. You can't do this long. Happy to see you, believe the rest of stay. Welcome in Vienvanu, welcome. This is too much. I'm cabaret, oh cabaret, to cabaret. Now we can't list everybody else. Yeah, we can. You're lucky you only have one bienvenue. <laughs> if we had a, if we had Danny Wilkomen, I could do it. I could do it twice. Nico Brown donated ten dollars as well. Rob Thayer, Travis Ross, David Green, John Loff, Andrea Jones, and Matt Unversall, all with ten dollar donations. Thank you so much, guys. At the twenty dollar level, Jody Inchosti donated twenty bucks. Nice. Thank you, Jody. Stephen Reagan, Brian Prezo, Gina Wells. Laura San, uh, excuse me, uh, Raul Sanchez. I don't know where Laura came from. <laughs> wasn't she the, uh, the wasn't she the, the TV anchors now banging Jeff Bezos? Wasn't her name Laura, Laura Sanchez? I don't know. I, I, she's a Sanchez. I think is she's she. A I, I know Dirty. <laughs> is, is he related? She to, may be Dirty. Is he related to Laura? It's not, it's, um, something <laughs> Sanchez. I thought it was Laura Sanchez. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Raul Sanchez uh, Raul. was our donor, and Vicky Dove. Thank you so much for those $20 donations. At the $25 level, Sherry Vigliotti. Hey, Sherry Vigliotti, how you do? You're so nice a lady, you give a nice money, $25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sherry Viggs, that's what we call her. Sherry Viggs. Sherry, Sherry Viggs. Uh, Lee Tuamala, Colin Pitts, Stephen Ellis, and Lisa Cooper, all with $25 nice. donations. At uh, the $30 donation level, uh, Judy Wang and Kerry Rutledge donated $30. Mike Vriesma was $40 donation, donationing. Donationing. That's the that's, new, that's that's the, new that's phrase. actual word, donationing. Thank you so much. At the $50 level, Marnie Leahy, Stephen Farwell, Sean Barger, Bridget Klink, Mr. Danks, Pam Myers, Topher Sheckler, uh, Todd Kovaletz, and Andrew Starkweather had his company match his $50 donation, so that's worth $100. Always love right that. There. At the $100 level, Linda Golden, the perpetually generous Linda Golden with a $100 donation, along with Scott Hamlin, Mike Bolster, Renee White, and Garrett Simpson. Rob Wintler-Cox is a monthly donor to Doctors Without Borders. Oh, that's great. So uh, his total is $165 for his donation. 
uh, Chris Chaccio with a $250 donation, and then Tim Ridley with a $350 donation. Damn. Tim, thank you so much for your uh, enormous generosity and kindness. Really appreciate it. All you guys. So when we do a little bit of math, here's what we come up with. Grand total raised for Doctors Without Borders, $2,190. Nice. A remarkable number, awesome. and it is uh, going to a worthy cause. They're going to put that money to good use, thanks to everybody who donated. However, here's the exciting part. There it is. You hear this? Can't fake that. I actually put up on social nice. media yesterday. It's there. It's real. I'm trying to just slap down the naysayers. Uh, People say, oh, I don't buy it. It's sound effects. Fake it's news. not real. No, fake news. It's real. The picture of it. You saw it. Can't trust. Can't trust the fishbowl, okay? <laughs> Nobody uses a fishbowl. Guy came up to me and said, Mr. President, I had tears in my eyes because nobody uses a fishbowl. But this is real. This is a real fishbowl. There it is. I'm even going to stir oh. stir the pot myself. Wow. Because sometimes Eddie Pence, I get I the sense. I always stir it. Isn't to be trusted. I, you can trust me. Uh, we're going to have the artist dig deep into the bowl, and he's going like to come up. I deep. He's going to come up. fist. With the name of That's the person who's going to be receiving... His artwork. Let me put the bowl down. Okay. This is very exciting. Chris Chaccio? Chris Chaccio. Chaccio. Congratulations, Chris. You are the recipient of Jackpot the Clown peeking in the window. Exposing himself. He's just flirting. He's winking. Just flirting, okay? Locker room talk. So um, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll appreciate that. Hang that in a place of Dude, honor. Right by the, when you come in the door. In your yeah. home, Chris. And thanks again to everyone who donated. Let's turn our attention now to the Garmy members who reach out to us. We love it when you do so. It's pretty simple. You can write us an email if you like. Ralph at theralphreport.com. Eddie or Steve at theralphreport.com as well. You can find us on social media, mm-hmm. or you can call in and leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Once again, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Then leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. Feel free to believe. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Feel free to believe. <laughs> Feel free to believe. Believe what? I am. Hey, I don't know about you, but what? I believe in. Free, what are you talking about? Freedom of belief, because I'm an American. All right. What fucking left turn did you just take? I meant to say, rest assured. Feel free to believe. Fuck. Fucking TED talk going on. Rest assured. Jesus, did you have a stroke? Do you smell toast? I I may be a little punchy. <laughs> oh my god! Um, How much did you drink watching the game last night? It was it was good. fuck it was all of significant. It? it was a significant amount. Fuck! Feel free to believe. <laughs> Rest assured. <laughs> this even sound that thing. I will hear your voicemail message because <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Oh, I oh. listen to them all, and then I grab a handful of ones that catch my 
my attention, oh. and we put him here in Garmy oh. on the line. <laughs> the telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ross gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Blip, 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 blow. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, yeah, look, Please. we play we play this from time to time. <laughs> yeah. And not everybody loves it. I don't know how. Some people love it. Some people don't love yeah. it. Every once in a while, we'll do something polarizing here on the Ralph Report <laughs> show. <laughs> And people will react yeah. in a variety of ways. Of course. Rob does not like Seabat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? Hey, Ralph. Uh, Yo-ho, Eddie. Uh, it's uh, Rob calling in here. I just wanted to say um, that damn Seabat song, man. You guys keep fucking playing it. Every fucking episode. You keep playing that Seabat song, and I hate it with all my fucking might. That damn fucking song. I swear, Ralph, if you play that fucking song one more time, just one more time, then I guess I'll just have to accept it and just uh, accept that a lot of people do like the song. (laughs) Even though I don't, I can just uh, accept it and uh, appreciate the fact that other people like it, even though I don't. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Can you imagine? Wow. Can you imagine? Wow recognizing the fact that not everything on the show may be for you and then being okay with that because other people do like it. Can't wrap my brain around it. I want to give Rob a big sloppy wet kiss (laughs) right on the mouth. Um, Speaking of songs Mm -hmm. and and little bits of audio that made people crazy, Bruce from Australia called in with an interesting question. Yeah, Rob, Bruce here, Foresight General in the Down Under Division of the Garmy. Uh, you're talking about uh, old matey's fuck song and uh, the fact that it's setting off a dog. The question I want to know is, what uh, sort of reaction does Moe's dog have? Haven't heard from Moe's dog in a long time. (laughs) Inquiring minds want to know. LMB. Yeah, some folks were complaining that their animals were responding poorly to the sea bat song. But remember Moe? I remember Moe. We used to have to issue a warning to (laughs) Moe To grab her dog by the collar every time we played Cardi B talking about the coronavirus. Wow, that brings back memories. We had to literally change the name of the segment to Mo Grab Your Dog. So I don't know if Mo's still with us or not. Mo, let us know. Let us know if you're still listening and how your dog's doing. And if Mo likes Seabat. We'd love to hear. Yeah. How does your dog feel about Seabat? That's what we'd like to do. Yeah, I do. Yesterday's Munchin' Monday, of course, was boiled peanuts. Uh, Eddie and I were not fans. No. Heard a lot from a lot of people (laughs) in the South about how wrong we were about not liking boiled peanuts. I'm absolutely right. Well, I think Michelle called in. She may have a good point. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, this is Michelle, four-star here in North Carolina, and it just hurt my heart watching you guys trying to eat those boiled peanuts out of the can. Uh, <laughs> I want to speak for any self-respecting Southerner to say that we would never deign to eat boiled peanuts out of a can. Um, that's so depressing. Uh, growing up eating boiled peanuts, the, the proper way to get those is from a roadside stand from a guy named Bubba who's selling his uh, fresh uh, vine-ripened tomatoes and uh, grew those peanuts, uh, boiled them fresh for you. Um, that's really the only way. Yes, they're an acquired taste. Yes, they're really salty. 
but they literally define my childhood of long car rides. Uh, I get so excited to stop um, and get some of those. But those canned ones, they're trash. It'd be like you being from Philly ordering a uh, Philly cheesesteak from Subway and trying to get an authentic experience. Mm. So. Sorry you guys didn't like them. You might not even like the real thing, but I can say that those things are trash. Um, (laughs) Sorry you had to suffer through that. Love you, Mina. Bye. Michelle may have a point. Well, they didn't look good. We probably didn't give it a a legitimate shot. It probably wasn't the best kind of boiled peanuts. She also threw in it's an acquired taste, which to me is a huge red flag. I know that makes you run every time. It's a huge red flag on anything. When you say acquired taste. I think maybe next time you're in Myrtle Beach, I you will. should find a place that is is boiling it up fresh and then try one and let, let us I know. Will. I will. I will send a video next this summer when I'm there. Great. Let us know if there's yes. a difference. Speaking of peanuts and speaking of the South and speaking of Munch and Monday, we have a suggestion perhaps we'll do next Monday. Mm. Hey, Ralph, Steve, and Corky. This is Dave. <laughs> I'm calling from Long Island. Uh, I originally grew up in northeast arkansas as a kid um this was in the 70s and a very popular snack which is peanut centric continuing the tradition was for everybody to pour salted peanuts into a mountain dew and drink it um (laughs) is it a munch and monday yeah i don't know if it qualifies or not of course but i think it might so Give it a try. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all the fun. Mountain Dew and peanuts. Wow. Pour salted peanuts in a Mountain Dew and then just chug it down. And just enjoy the diabetes. That just sounds delicious. Take my feet, please. Once again, sweet and savory, a great combination. No. Mountain Dew that and peanuts. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. It you does mean. not. You, you, mis- you mispronounced awesome. I did not. It sounded a lot like awful. awful. That's a mistake. You know me, I can't resist a time code. Someone calls in, gives me a time for the show. I got to go fish it out and find mm. out what's going on. Ralph, time code from Monday, September 19th. One hour, two minutes, six seconds mm. to 14 seconds. All right. Once again, this was during the Munch and Monday segment. This is why context matters. You can't just pull a clip out of a podcast. Right. That's without, why I disagree with this whole segment without, all the time. Without knowing what people are Always talking context. about. Here we go, and then you uh, just pop it put in this your mouth. In my mouth, yeah. It's like a warm, wet peanut. <laughs> sure sounds like you're blowing me. <laughs> just saying, it's a warm, wet peanut. Yep. I don't know if I like that description. <laughs> you said, "Oh, it's like a warm, wet." Pol- I, can't, I can't get it all in. Polish, it's just uh, Polish kielbasa. You have a shoehorn to help me here? You gotta fucking fit this thing in. <laughs> it's like a whole Genoa salami. That would be better. I like the peanut reference. We're also talking about the uh, Toy Hall of Fame. A lot of people were angry about the Toy Hall of oh, Fame. I heard. The fuckers who play Catan. Very upset group of boy, people. Boy, they're a vocal crowd. An angry crowd. For a bunch of fucking nerds who play a board game about <laughs> settling a piece of land in Oklahoma, whatever the fuck it's about. Boy, are they hostile. So mad. Yeah. I got uh, screamed at. So mad. But here's my thing. You can enjoy your, your game, yeah. but it doesn't make it toy Hall of Fame material, yeah, which was my point. I, I agree. 
And until the Migo dolls are in there, there's going to be no justice, no peace for me. Uh, Charles is just one example of people very passionate about Catan. Hey, Ralph. Yo, ho, Eddie. What you do, crew? This is Charles, four-star general from Indiana. Don't fuck around with Catan. All right, that board game has ruined friendships, flipped tables, caused fist fights. It's caused more fist fights in my life than a game of Monopoly. Who's fighting over Catan? Is not to be fucked with. That that no, you have not lived until someone has stolen all of the sheep and you need sheep. <laughs> Fucking dirty sheep hoarding grain harvesting pieces of shit. Sorry, I had a flashback. Sure. Love yeah. you. Meet it. Bye. I can tell it's traumatic. I know. I take all your sheep. More fist fights than Monopoly. Wow. Why are you playing if it makes you this angry? If I had one fist fight. I'm done with that That game. would be more fist fights than I've had over Monopoly. <laughs> you, you bored people. You got a game, guys. Reevaluate. All right. Let's play <laughs> some upbeat music like we do every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. Yesterday, we were talking about the fact that the New York Giants were uh, 2-0 in yes. this young NFL season, yes. and that Eddie's Washington Commanders were 1-1 one one at right. this point. Right, right, right. And we wondered, I wonder what's going on with Drew from the Bronx? We yeah. haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> oh, well, guess what? Oh, man. Hey, Ralph. Yo-ho, Eddie Spaghetti. How's it going, crew? Eddie. Well, one game closer to fulfilling that prophecy. We're going to throw some spaghetti all over that odd-shaped dome of yours. Can't <laughs> wait. One game closer, baby. Anyway, Sunday was a wonderful day for New York sports fans. We had the New York football giants, the New York Jets, the New York Yankees, and the New York Mets all win on the same day. Wow. The first time that's happened since 2009. Mm. Look, I got to see two Super Bowls against the greatest player of all time that the Giants thankfully won. I got to see a fistful of World Series that the Yankees won. So I've got to experience the highest of highs with New York sports. But man, the past 10 years, it's been so low. So please, for a happy hit, for us New Yorkers, can you do us a solid and play Back in the New York Groove by Ace Freely? Please, LMB. Of course, Drew, I could do that for you, because I also happen to love this song. Have you seen Kistory yet? Have you watched the no, Kistory series? No, and I will not be watching Kistory. Watch Kistory. I don't want to. It's an interesting look care. at a pop culture phenomenon. Not for me. I'm not phenomenized by that pop culture <laughs> you crap. You can't deny it. They were a monster. I can deny it. They were a monster. Denied. I've denied Kiss. Kiss is denied. Well, they're undeniable. Mm. Ace Freely, this is from his solo album. When all four of them did solo albums <laughs> and sold them at the same time, it was kind of marketing genius. Yeah. Ace Freely, a.k.a. Space Ace, as yeah. we know him in the Kiss Army. Uh -huh. Here was his big hit off of his solo record, Back in the New York Groove by Ace Freely. Sight in the dead of night. Here 
Admit that's a great tune. Hey. Oh my god. Hey. Are you denying Kiss again? <laughs> I'm denied. They've been denied. I like Ace Freely's actually the one with talent in that band. Aha. He's the only one with talent in that no, band. No, that's not that true. true. What about the demon? Fuck the demon. I'm the space pussy. It's not. He's a space pussy. He's a star child. It's whatever. Ace was the space ace. Who's the space pussy? Paul was the star the, child. The there's no there's no Who's space. the pussy? There's a cat. The cat. The, the cat yes. was Peter Chris. <laughs> So dumb. Who's, so fucked. And you hate wrestling, but you like this. Because they were like super. They're just they're basically they were like rest- a superhero band. They were like a band made know. up of superheroes. It's a fucking circus promotion. How dare you? That's all it is. Thanks mm. to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But if you want to be, you gotta call me. Call me around. It's the number everyone's talking about. Call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Time now to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. Not all of them, however, we believe should be celebrated. So we break them down for you into holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Today, yes, September twentieth, is. is National Care for Kids Day. Oh, that's good. I'm glad once a year we can care for kids. That's sure. a good Carve idea. Carve out a few hours every year. I think that should last them, don't you? <laughs> One day of care. Give them like a pat on the shoulder. Caring for kids is the bedrock foundation for building strong communities and a strong society as a whole, they say here. I agree. Yes. So I think we should make that every day. I agree, too. Because kids, uh, one thing I can't abide as an adult and as a parent, even when I wasn't a parent, I just hate kids being mistreated. It is, they are the, the, the most helpless and the most innocent and the best among us in most cases. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some kids are real assholes. But most kids are really just <laughs> just sweet, young, impressionable, 
creatures that need our guidance and help and support. I agree. And so often they don't get that. I agree. So we will celebrate National Care for Kids Day. Of course we will. This is a day that's going to set me off, I can tell you right now, because oh, okay. I know Eddie's response to it, and it's goddamn madness. <laughs> what is it? It's pepperoni pizza day. Oh, Pepperoni no. pizza day. No, thank you. Now, this is one of the longest standing <laughs> feuds on this program, <laughs> and one of the most inexplicable things I've ever heard yeah. in my goddamn life. If you're new to this program, yeah. you may not be familiar with Eddie Pence's relationship with pepperoni pizza. Do me a favor, Eddie. Once again, describe your behavior should you come into contact with a slice of pepperoni pizza. If at I'm a party. at a gathering or yeah. a party and yeah. all they have is pepperoni pizza. Right. I will peel the pepperoni off my pizza. Right. Now, a lot of people out there may say at this stage in the story, uh-huh. oh, I could see that. He just doesn't like pepperoni. Right. So I could see why he would right. pull, peel it off his, his pizza. Yeah. Please continue. And then I'll eat my slice of cheese pizza. And then I will eat the pepperonis. Have you ever heard something like that? I like pepperoni. I just don't want it on my pizza. That it makes it taste different, and I don't like the taste of it. I'd rather have the cheese pizza and then the the pepperoni separate, like a little like side of meat. I don't care how long meat side. I don't care how old I live to be. I'll never be able to comprehend I, the, the logic behind it that argument. Different. It tastes different. And even the, the cheese pizza, you've peeled the pepperoni up, it still has some like pepperoni schmeg on there that makes it still taste a little bit different than regular cheese pizza. Oh so God. I don't fully like it, but I'll eat it. You're a champion. If I have to. Pepperoni pizza day, everybody. Enjoy. It is the number one most popular pizza in the world. Okay. As you can imagine. Cheese better. Right after pineapple. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Awful. Did you know? Uh, I didn't thought pepper. I thought pizza in general would have been older, but it, they say it was created the first time in 1889. Hmm. I thought it would have been. I way thought back. some ancient Roman I dish or something. Some sauce on some dough and cook it. But apparently, uh, Raphael Esposito was the chef who first cooked it for the Queen of Italy, Margarita of Savoy, and uh, he loved her so much he created the pizza in her honor. Called it the Pizza Margarita. Hmm. And you can find that today. It's uh, tomatoes and basil and mozzarella and cheese. The colors represent? Italian flag. The Italian flag. Eddie Pence for Mm. bonus points. Okay. Well done. Thanks. It's National Voter Registration Day. Get out there and do it. Got to register to vote, kids. Do it. Got to vote. Do it. Got to. Register seven or eight times. Yeah. And vote as many times as you can, too. I got a guy I can call and hook you up. (laughs) Get your fake IDs and everything. Keep going, guys. We're going to steal another election. Make old what's-his-name lose his mind. <laughs> Lindell. Lindell, yeah, Mike. Hello, dude. They took my phone! <laughs> it's National String Cheese Day, by the way, also. A lot of cheesy foods today. A lot of cheese. A very unhealthy day. I'm, I'm getting bound up just reading these, this list. <laughs> you're not going to be able to shit when you're <laughs> hanging out with your kid. It'll be Kid Care Day. I'll be shouting instructions from the toilet. With cheese farts. Trying to void. <laughs> string cheese, by the way. Fuck string cheese. I'm not a big fan. It's stupid. Yeah. It's for children. It's for children because they can peel it and play with it and stuff. And yeah. I guess there's an entertainment value in that. Well, I fed it to my kid when he was little. Yeah, Let's do it in the lunchbox or whatever. But it's because but... they can, you know, peel it like a banana and, yeah. they can, and have, you know, fun with it. But, yeah. but it's not for grown-ups. I don't really care for it. And it is unnecessary. There's plenty of forms of cheese that are perfectly edible without having to I mean, it can make, exist. Make, that doesn't nah, have to not exist. Nah, I, say we, I, I say we ban it. I can coexist with no. string cheese. I say we cancel it. 
swing a little cancel culture that way for string cheese. Just get a piece of fucking cheese. You don't need to be string. Why does it have to be string? Because you can throw it in your pocket. It's wrapped in that plastic. You yeah. just toss it in your they pocket. They have other pieces of plastic. You don't want a big, like, fucking wheel of cheese. <laughs> Put on, put some wheel. rope on it, tie it on your back, and go down the street. <laughs> they have thin chunks of cheese. Well, maybe wrapped, you don't like the sharp cheddar wrapped in a piece of plastic. If you need to take well, it, maybe some people like it. Saying strings unnecessary, All right. it's overly complicated. It's not, but way too much. Speaking of overly complicated, yeah, it's International NFT Day. Oh, okay, still trying to figure that one. <laughs> Don't, with, don't. Still trying to figure it out. And there's, there's the metaverse that it exists in, right? Here's the thing. It's not the metaverse, no. It's the metaverse. It is. Yes, it is. It isn't. What is it? Where does this stuff exist? In the in the uh, blockchain. Right, which is the, you, it's the metaverse where you no, put it, your... The metaverse is the... You buy your picture, you hang it in your house that you bought in the metaverse, so now it exists there in the metaverse. It, NFTs existed before Meta and Mark Zuckerberg's rebooted uh, <laughs> Facebook or whatever. This was an invention that originally started back in 2017, the non-fungible token, mm-hmm. and it is still a mystery to me. And with yeah. that in mind, don't bother trying to explain it to me. I'm, I'm willing to remain ignorant on this subject, yeah, okay. because all I know is it's a creation, it's a digital image, and then you own it, but... But you only own it in the digital world. Other people can also use it. But only in, in the that real digital world, world right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's know. it's nonsense. I have no idea. And it's collectible, but you make it on the spot. So the minute you make it, it's suddenly collectible, and that's just that makes it makes no sense. <laughs> if anyone can just make one, why are they so collectible? Well, it's a one of a kind that you just made. Well, let me make one then. Then there you go. There's your NFT. Now buy my buy my NFT. I don't want your NFT with your Dogecoin. <laughs> Bitcoin took a tank, right? Yeah, because it's not a real thing. No one wants to believe me on this, but all your all your pretend dollars and coins aren't real things. Not real until we all agree it's real. Then yes. it's real, and no one's going to ever all agree. That we it's all have real. to agree it's real. Then I'll be, be over real. here still saying it's not real, not real, and I'm going to be the guy who fucks everything up for everybody else. <laughs> all right, you know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a holiday. We run it past Eddie Pence and see if it's something he would like to eat, or perhaps stick up his ass, then pull out. Ah! Wow. Wow. It's all that cheese. Fuck, dude, I was bound. We are going to talk about the food, then pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels will go round and round, and when they stop, if they match... Jackpot. That means Eddie is eating that food. If they're mismatched, (laughs) he's not going to go for it. Today, I'd be interested to find out about this one. Okay, lay it on me. Slick. Today is National Fried Rice Day. Now, usually I'm against the uh, sponsored holidays. This one apparently created by Benny Hanna a few years ago okay. because they do serve up a delicious, mind you, fried rice at their restaurant. Still never been to a Benny Hanna. You what now? I've never been to Benny Hanna. Never have been. You, you. We had made plans like years ago for us all to go, a Garmin Pence trip to Benny Hanna, and we never went. Really? Yeah. We did that? Pandemic happened. Yeah, we had planned. Was I involved in you, this process? I think you at said, all? yeah, I'll take really? you guys. It'll be a Garmin Pence family thing. And we I went. actually agreed. You agreed. You was your idea. Wow. Because I still said the same thing. I've never been to a Benny Hanna. I must have been drinking heavily it at was, that time. It's one of the late night recordings. <laughs> it could have been. All right. Well, then I renew my my resolve. I'm just trying to get a free dinner. To get you to a Benny Hanna's. <laughs> And I'm going to have a guy throw a shrimp at you. That's what I want. Someone yeah. throw a shrimp at my butthole. No, <laughs> it goes in your mouth. I want to see how talented he is. 
National Fried Rice Day. Oh, man, I love me some fried rice. Of course, people add shrimp, chicken, beef, but it's the fried rice itself that really is where the magic is. Yeah. It's fried rice, and they add egg, of course, to mm -hmm. uh, bring it all together. Then rice, peas, carrots, onions, all grilled up and then served up hot. Man, I got to tell you, when I get Chinese food, that's, I don't even bother with the regular steamed rice. It's, I'm just fried rice all the way. But it's not about me. It's about Eddie Pence. Is he eating fried rice? Let's find out by pulling that handle. Here we go. One fried, two fried. Eddie Pence loves fried rice. He likes to go to Benny Hanna and have a chopstick beat his people. Uh, what? Go away. I don't even know what that one Put was Put a chopstick about. in my pee hole. That didn't make any sense at all. do that. It's got nothing to do with fried rice. It has nothing to do with that. Fucking I have freak. to agree with Eddie on this and, weirdo. On this one. Hate him. Fried rice, huh? Yeah. It's the only acceptable food I will have peas in. You won't pick out all the peas from your fried rice? I don't pick the peas out. I don't like search them out and eat them. I don't separate them. Ooh, let me have a pea snack before I eat my fried rice. But, but you will eat them along I, with everything. Else. I can ignore them enough to enjoy the fried rice. It's got the diced carrots in there. Yeah. It's got everything. I like, going yeah, on. I like I like chicken fried rice. Is probably my favorite. I like shrimp fried rice. Isn't I like either. pork pork fried rice. Is my pork deal. Fried rice. Fried. Well, chicken that, and shrimp are my two favorite figures. Well, <laughs> look, you it like was, Thai fried rice because Thai is different than Chinese because the Chinese they put the soy sauce in it when they're making it. So it's like a, it's got that not, soy not flavor. Not that I've it, ever experienced. But Thai is like it's cleaner tasting. Huh. But I like the Chinese better. I've never known soy to be included in the it's making. Make, of it the seems fried darker. Rice. Fried rice in Chinese food restaurants seems darker than like if you get Thai fried rice, where mm. it seems like you know not as dark. It may be anecdotal. Could Maybe be anecdotal evidence. Tastes different. Tastes lighter. Hey, look, I'm taking the win. Just as long as you're eating fried rice, <laughs> that means two days in a row, kids. If you're playing at home. Uh oh. We haven't had a run. We haven't had a week. We have not. In years. So Since before the jackpot days. Yeah. I don't want anyone to get overly excited, but there's room for uh, for 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 positive yeah. positive thoughts here. Jackpot could have an on-air orgasm. <laughs> oh, if you hit five for five, five. <laughs> if you go a week, I don't even want to be in the room. And that's it for today's <laughs> holiday or holiday. Holiday. All righty, now it's time to take a look at the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Yesterday, we were talking about the fact that Kanye West proudly announced he had never read a book. Yes, so proudly. And in a uh, tangential story, I mentioned that he is also opening up his own school. Yeah, those two work well together. The Donda Academy here in Southern California in Simi Valley. Well, I've gotten more details about oh. this uh, school. Okay, you know the tuition? Yeah, I do. Oh, good, I can't wait. $15,000 per year. That's reasonable. That's not so bad That's at all. That's a reasonable private school. I mean, you don't learn anything, but it's reasonable. Well, that may be the hook. That may be the rub, as they say. Um, there is no proof anyone can find that this is an accredited school. That's because it's not. Um, so far, they have 100 students signed up, wow. 16 full-time teachers, but it has not been accredited, hmm. leading to doubts as whether the students' credits or diplomas will in fact be accepted <laughs> by any real college moving forward. I'm guessing they don't. That's the concern. It is a pre-K through 12 oh, school. Man. Includes uh, full worship. Everyone in the school has to worship Jesus. Okay. It's a Christian school. Mm -hmm. uh, you will get all your core classes, they claim, but you also get 
enrichment courses as well. I guess uh, electives we used to call yeah, them yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, visual art, film, choir, and parkour. Parkour. You can take a parkour class. Jump around the school. That's yes. great. The uniforms, as you can imagine, are all black, and they consist entirely of Kanye West's Yeezy for Gap line. Okay. So you. Uh, so he's building a, a cult. That's what, he's what building. it sounds he's like. He's building to me. a cult. I wonder if they all get a pair of Adidas and a silver dollar <laughs> they and lop they just, their balls off. They just wait for the comet. He's building a cult. That's what he's doing. It's a compound. He's making a cult. The uh, principal and executive director of Donda Academy is a 28-year-old named Brianne Campbell. No one can ever find her any evidence of her holding a position as an educator of any kind. Well, it's probably because she doesn't have one. That might be part of the problem. Yeah. A 28-year-old head of school. She probably worked at the Gap where he was selling his clothes. I might. That's my guess is yeah. that she's just some... She loved his trash bag idea. Some chick he likes, yeah. and he put her in charge of the school. <laughs> so, look, if you're looking for a place to send Colton for high school... 15 grand. It's pretty reasonable. I may be able that's to pull that saying. off. Let's send him in undercover. We so should. He could just give us the dirt. <laughs> Hey, speaking of awful people, uh, Cash Me Outside girls back oh, in the come news. Come on, I can't go from Kanye to her. Sure what are you can. doing? She's been invited to speak at the University of Oxford. What? Following in the footsteps of such people as Elton John, Albert Einstein, Bill Clinton, Mother Teresa. What? Malcolm X, Dalai what? Lama. Yeah. Why? They're inviting her to a debate society known as the Oxford Union because they believe that she has some, some interesting position on some topics Ugh. about social media and uh, and the world I that mean, we live in. I mean, she's totally famous because of social media. That's so. true. Now here, in her defense, she has announced that she is starting a scholarship. She's working with something called the EduCapital Foundation, mm -hmm. which provides scholarships to thousands of students to enroll in technical and trade schools. Well, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. We talked about how much money she made on yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, fuck. So she is uh, donating $1.7 million in scholarships and grants for uh, students. Okay. So I'm going to give her a little slack. Or her accountant's like, hey, we need to do something yeah. here. We need a write-off. <laughs> You're going to owe a shit ton. Yesterday, uh, I guess it was the day before, actually, on the Walk of Fame. No, it was yesterday. The um, Hollywood Walk of Fame star was given to Kelly Clarkson. Okay. The newest star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. People were talking about it because... The old band got back together, Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, and Randy Jackson, the original judges from American Idol, of which, of course, she was famously mm -hmm. the first winner, uh, all gathered to pay tribute to her. And I got no problem with her. I think she's very talented and very talented. really, really likable. Very talented. And I remember watching that first season of American Idol, too. Yeah. America was transfixed. Well, because you thought it was going to mean something. Well, in her case, it, it did, did with her, but like yeah. you thought, oh, this is going to be a star maker for years to come. Yeah, after that, it, be it yeah. became a sort of a clown show. But uh, it was fascinating, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Here's some sad news. If you're a fan of, well, actually not. I think it's probably good news. If you're a fan of Stephen King's book, The Shining, mm -hmm. they have announced they are not going to make the remake of The Shining motion picture. Oh, good. Director Mike Flanagan, who directed Dr. Sleep, the sequel yeah. to that film with Ewan would... McGregor. Right. Has announced that officially the uh, sequel is the the prequel, rather the Shining remake, is dead over at Warner Brothers because the financial 
Oh, the guy's just <laughs> shutting everything the down. The money that uh, Dr. Sleep made did not inspire Warner right. Brothers to believe that another Shining <laughs> movie would do them any. So it would have been a direct prequel to Dr. Sleep and not so much a reboot of No, it was the going Shining. to be a reboot of The Shining. It was going for, to be for the pre for the Dr. Sleep. It movie. would be a prequel to Dr. Sleep, right. but it would be a remake right. of The Shining. Right, right. It's a little Danny Torres uh, Torres. Right. Uh, Danny Torrance um, you know, running around on his big wheel gotcha. or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, so. And we don't need that. No, so we it's don't. okay. It's fine. It's it that movie pretty good. It's, it holds, holds up, up holds up pretty well. Yeah. You want to see The Shining? Go see and Kubrick. Who, the Shining. Want, who wants to fill those shoes of Jack Nicholson in that role? Or Stanley Kubrick? Or Stanley Kubrick directing that movie. You're setting yourself up for a comparison yeah. that's almost impossible yeah. to come out ahead. Let's take a look today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on September 20th. Gary Cole, goddamn national treasure Gary Cole, is 66 years old today. His performance as Kent in Veep alone so good. was the stuff of a legend. <laughs> but if you go back and you look at him from uh, Office Space, where yeah. he played Lumberg, so and good. It's just, just everything he does is great. So subtle with everything. He's a brilliant, brilliant actor. 66 years old today. Bassist Ben Shepard of Soundgarden is 54. <laughs> John Bernthal from Walking Dead and The Punisher as well. He is 46 years old. Bassist Randy Bradbury of Pennywise turns 58 today. <laughs> Sophia Loren. She is a uh, she's screen legend as well. Yes, she is. 88 years old today. Bassist Chuck Banzano. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Bassist Chuck Panozo. <laughs> Panzano. My Italian comes out sometimes. I can't control it. Uh, Chuck Panozo from Styx. He is 74 today. Actor Kristen Johnston from Third Rock from the Sun and Austin Powers. Of course, she was Ivana Hump a lot. Yes, she was. 55 years old today. Singers Gunner and Matthew Nelson of the band Nelson. The Nelsons. The sons of Ricky Nelson. Right. All the Nelsons. So much Nelson. A full Nelson, she if you will. She wore that Nelson in. They are 55 years old today. I can't live without your love and affection. Still love that tune, though. Yeah, it's a good song. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. The ongoing series of... TV theme songs from shows that I've been in yeah. is it's getting silly. And I'm endlessly uh, appreciative and flattered by the fact that people keep calling in, yeah. but I don't, I don't remember some of these shows. <laughs> now, this one I remember 
but I've kind of I've kind of put it out of my mind uh-huh. because it means revisiting the most embarrassing moment of my professional career really? and and probably the most embarrassing day of my personal oh, life really? as well. Hey Ralph, hello Eddie, hey Steve, this is Vic, Freestyle General from Santa Ana, California, with a suggestion for TV Tunes Tuesday. Uh, in the spirit of doing TV Tunes that Ralph, you have been a part of, uh, I am digging deep for this one because it is uh, it's a show that I believe you were just on one episode, and, but you've talked about it a lot, and honestly, you're kind of the reason I got into it. Uh, but it's a great theme. I'm talking about Thorville. I just started binging it on Disney+. Plus. I'm on season three, the latest season, and I love it. I love the theme. The theme gets stuck in my head more than Seabat does. And, Ralph, I, I thought you were great on it, and Jason Alexander fucked you over. Um, but anyway, <laughs> if you can hear the, the theme for the Orville, that'd be great. LMB. The Orville from my buddy Seth yeah, MacFarlane. Yeah. Yes, I was indeed in season one of that show, and I was uh, expected to make repeat appearances on that show. Yeah. But it never came to pass. Uh, if you know me, then you know the story by now. I had a severe panic attack reaction to the claustrophobia that I felt when they encased me in uh, the prosthetic makeup yeah, I had to wear. Quite to, a lot of prosthetic makeup. To play the role of Canute. Yeah. Uh, my ears and eyes were uh, covered, and I couldn't see or hear well, and uh, I, I freaked out. Mm. On mm-hmm. the second second episode I was supposed to be on, I literally shut down the production because I couldn't go on. Oh, man. It was a fucking nightmare. Oh, my God. And I am uh, still ashamed of it to this day. Although Seth has been very kind and forgiven me multiple times and is getting tired of me apologizing every time I see him, quite frankly. But the show is great. If you're a fan of science fiction, then you will love the Orville, especially if you're a fan of Star Trek, uh, the next generation in particular. That's one of Seth's favorite TV shows. And I believe that the Orville is is a little wish fulfillment on his part, his chance to be the captain of a yeah. starship uh, couldn't do it within the Star Trek franchise, so he created his own, basically. Way to do it. And it initially was sort of a parody of Star Trek, yeah. not full-blown, but it leaned heavily on the comic elements of what was going on mm-hmm. in that storyline, in the first season in particular. Seth has said himself that he was inspired by the fact that um, Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy had strong humorous yeah. moments to them, and he thought he could do that with a television series as well. The first season debuted in, um, geez, not too long ago, uh, September 10th, 2017 was the first episode, and people seem to think that the first episode relied too heavily on the humor. Yeah. The second season was considerably more straight science fiction, and people's opinions of it seemed to improve, and this most recent season on Hulu, now that it's over there, is just, it's some of my favorite science fiction ever. It's so, the writing has been so good and the performances have been so and good. And it's crazy. Most shows don't get a chance to evolve that way. Well, this one almost didn't. Yeah. You know, it wasn't doing as well as they expected it to on Fox, and he was able to move good it to, to a, a more friendly avenue now that streaming yeah. is a thing. But uh, Hulu, and now I believe it's on Disney+. Plus. You can see all three seasons. Yeah. I recommend it if you've never seen it. Watch it all the way through, and don't be discouraged if you think it may be a little heavy on the jokes in season one, because it does straighten up and fly right. It is, it's a terrifically produced show as well, especially the thir- third season. They yeah. got more money, so the special effects look amazing. Hmm. And Seth, of course, is a big musical guy, 
and he's always had the show scored with a live audience, not a live audience, a live orchestra, 75-piece orchestra. Wow. Scored each episode of all three seasons. They score it like a movie. And he brought in Bruce Broughton, I believe it's pronounced Broughton or Broughton, to do the score for the very first episode and to create the theme song. Uh, Broughton did uh, Silverado, did the theme, uh, the music for Silverado, and Tombstone. Ooh. Also did Harry and the Hendersons, a bunch of great films. Very talented guy. And Seth just called him out of the blue and said, would you like to uh, work with me? They worked together on some of Seth's albums. You know, he sings jazz yeah. and standards and stuff like that. And Bruce did some arrangements for those albums as well. So when it came time for the Orville, he brought him in to do the theme song. It has changed a little bit from season to season. I'm using the first season version of the Orville theme. Um, it's much more orchestral and sort of broad in the third season and a little bit different in the second one. And if you're a Star Trek fan, especially from Next Generation, I think you'll feel the similarity of the vibe between this theme yeah. and that for Star Trek and Star Wars and other shows that went before. It's very sort of uh, uh, full of homage of those products as well. Here it is, today's TV Tunes Tuesday, the theme from The Orville. inspirational yes. theme from the Orville, also known as the soundtrack to me not getting a recurring role on a TV series. That's all it brings to my mind. But no, it's fine. Thanks for reopening those wounds. I appreciate it on this TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. Like that one? Yeah, you do, because because it, it mocks do. me, because it mocks me right. from a distance. Kinda, it haunts me. Kind of gives me the chuckle. That's why you like it. Hey, I'm at Flappers tonight. If anyone's in Burbank, Flappers and Flappers Burbank tonight, Tuesday night, Burbank and Tuesday Flappers. night. What time are you going on? Do you uh, know? I'll be in the YooHoo room at seven thirty. Uh, YooHoo, and then I'll be over in the main room around uh, for the eight o'clock show. You're doing a twofer. They they double booked. They're me working somehow. you like a dog. Somehow they double booked me, but I should be. I'll be over there. So. If anyone's in the area, shoot me a message. I'll see if I can get you in. If you're near Burbank, California tonight, Tuesday night, go see Eddie Pence. Yeah. The comedy stylings of Eddie Pence in the YooHoo room. Is that sponsored by YooHoo? No. I don't know why it's called the YooHoo room. I have hmm. no idea. But it's Flappers. I don't know why it's called Flappers. Because I think the initial theme was the 1920s. Right. right? But it's a comedy club. That's what true. Flappers. Nobody's dancing. But I love Flappers. Yeah, we love Flappers. That's a great show. We'll be there in November yes. with the, uh, the live Ralph Report. 
All right, go see Eddie tonight if you've got nothing better to do. And uh, by all means, come back here tomorrow. It's going to be a great day and a great show. we got a lot coming up. We've got uh, Queen Jay's going to be stopping Ooh. by. She's going to be stopping by the Batcave to hang out with uh, the two of us. Nice. And it's always a pleasure to see her. Uh, what else we got on Wednesdays? I know there's a thing. Yeah. Oh, man. A thing. Every, there's definitely a thing. Every Wednesday. Oh I know it's, it's a thing <sighs> with... Um, One Hit Wonder. You got it, right? One Hit Wonder Wednesday. Where we take a look at a smash hit song that reached the heights. Yes. And the artist who created it was never quite able to uh, replicate that level of success. <laughs> if you believe. If you feel free to feel believe. Feel free to believe. Feel that, free to believe. That if it you take the nothing heights. else away from today's show, <laughs> feel, free. feel free to believe. <laughs> yeah, you mock, but that could be on a t shirt, man. It could, absolutely. Feel free to believe. I'm adopting that <laughs> as the official motto of the Ralph Report. Feel free to believe. I just need that big-ass vegan giant to put his pipes to work on oh, that. I got a feeling they will. That's going to be that's a thing of beauty. <laughs> Feel to believe. What? You just chopped it in half. Feel to believe. What? That's inspirational, <laughs> Feel man. Feel to believe? Yes. Feel. Well, I guess you got to feel, and if you can't feel it, you can't. You don't, there's no believe. Oh, in it. Did I mess it up? Feel free to believe. Yeah, you cut out the whole middle part. <laughs> That's what I meant. Feel to believe. <laughs> the fuck it makes less sense than before. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be a little mystical. You have to make people wonder what you're feel talking about. Feel to believe. I could be a guru. You could. I could start a cult. You should. If Kanye can do it with you, his absolutely school, can. We could do it here. You in already the got a slogan. Cave. That's more than he's got. <laughs> feel to believe. Feel to believe. No, feel free to believe. Feel, I'm going back to the original. <laughs> Just workshopping it right All now. right, it's time to go. I think there's a gas leak <laughs> in this building. We're going to have to have it aired out because things are getting out of control. Join us tomorrow. Feel free to believe that we'll be here tomorrow. Stay good in the hood. And we want you to be, take <laughs> be taken care of by somebody that loves you. And make that person you. Life is life. Because life is life. <laughs> we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, please remember. Ha-ha. So-ha. Ha-ha. Got it. Ha-ha. Bye-bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon.